welcome to another edition of Pastors Podcast. I'm thankful for everyone who keeps listening, and uh, I encourage you to continue to share and encourage people to listen. You know, the goal isn't to, you know, have a whole bunch of people. Our biggest goal is to try to help people. It's always been to help people, whether it be preaching or teaching. Has always been to help people to be encouraged to serve the Lord or to help get through some things that's in their life, just like the many different podcasts that we've already done, such as, uh, you know, uh, things that are going on in our country or whether it be uh, our kids in schools or whether it be politics or whatever. Um, we all are living in, I believe, the last days, and these days we need the Bible. To instruct us, uh, just like in the days of, uh, of of Noah, there was a lot of heartache and a lot of things going on, a lot of sin, a lot of people's opinions and ideas that have caused much uh, of their own grief, which is why God had to uh, destroy them. On the same breath, um, we are living, I believe, in just as the Bible says, the day of, in just like the days of Noah, and we're living in that day and that time. And so we need, though, instruction. And God instructed Noah what to do to get through these times. And there was an ark. And I believe that was a beautiful picture of Christ. Um, at the same time, uh, we are living in the last days. We have Christ. The world does not. We need to be reaching people uh, to try to get them uh, to the Lord, to get them in the ark, if you will. Um, but in the midst of that, we are still dealing with the day, this day and age. And... Uh, we are dealing with a lot of struggles, and Christians are, and churches are. I sat in my office today and talked um, with uh, with with one of our staff members about this very thing that we're living in a day that's very uh, we're living a lot of have a lot of stressful things going on, and things going on in people's life, and people are so busy, and uh, we get so busy, and before you know it, we we start not having the time that we've had in in the past, and that we've would have been serving the Lord or or whatever the case may be. And so I want to really take this opportunity um, to talk about something that I believe will really help us in the day in which we live because we need um, the encouragement. But we also need a place of peace, and we don't have the peace today. A lot of people are struggling inside, and they lack the peace of God. And so... How do you get that peace of God? How do you find that peace? And I think there's a couple parts to that. I think the first one, though, is found, and I believe both of them are found uh, in Philippians chapter 4 and verses 6 through 8. And I believe it kind of, and I believe God is trying to help us to really understand what it's going to take to get that peace of God that passes all understanding. But let's look at it there in verse 6. The Bible says, be careful for nothing, but look what it says. It says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. I think the first thing, if you ever truly are going to be have peace, you got to be a prayerful Christian. And I understand what you're saying. Well, I've prayed for years, and maybe God has not answered that prayer. You know, have you ever stopped and think for a second, well, maybe God did answer the prayer? He answered the prayer for what was best for you in your life at that time? You say, well, wait a minute, I didn't get what I was praying for. Well, maybe that's exactly 
how God answered the prayer. Maybe he was keeping you from what you thought you needed, but you really didn't. Or maybe it was not what you needed at the time. And not that he won't give it to you later or maybe help you through a situation. But the truth is, is there's times in your life that God is trying to do something in your heart. And sometimes people ask me, well, I'm, why would God let me have cancer? I'm praying that God would take it away. And, and maybe God won't. And you say, well, well, what does that mean? Well, the truth is, is all things do work together for good. Uh, to them that are to love God and are called according to His purpose, it, it may not be the answer to prayer that you want, but it's what you need in your life at that time. And maybe that is where God's going to do something in your life and maybe use you. Maybe He's going to use you to reach uh, the oncologist or even the nurse or whatever. You just never know how God could use them. Remember, there was a baseball player named Billy Sunday, and at that time was making great money and, and during that time of, of our country, which was very poor and a lot of things going on. But there was someone who reached him. He heard the gospel. And from there, Billy Sunday has not been known for his baseball ability, but Billy Sunday is known for, for what God did in his life and called him to preach. And he was a fire. He was a preacher full of fire. And if you have ever can find uh, there's some recordings of him preaching, um, very you know minute of them, but when you listen to him preach, he's so, uh, he was a fire. I mean, I'll tell you what, this day and age, would they would think he was crazy. But he was a, did a great work for God um, back in that time. And God sometimes uses people in situations to change people's life. He was a drunkard. He had all kinds of issues in his life. He a uh, womanizer. But God saved him and called him to preach. And he God used him. But what I'm saying is that sometimes God might use you in a peculiar way, and it might be through heartache. It might be through pain. And so you say, well, preacher, how am I supposed to have peace? Why would God let that happen? Well, if you, the Bible says, be careful for nothing. So that we, but in everything, by prayer and supplication. Well, we got to pray and seek the Lord on this stuff and say, God, I need you. And so you, well, how do you get peace in it? You have peace in it whenever you realize that God has it there for a reason. And you just trust Him. Think about this for a moment. The Apostle Paul said that he prayed three times to remove the infirmity from his body. And God did not give him that grace. But what God did to him, he God told him, My grace is sufficient for thee. He said, In your weakness, you are then made strong. And Paul later recounts that and says, he said he, he realized that my, that his grace was sufficient in that his weakness, he was made strong in the Lord. I'm not saying that God's given you cancer per se. But the truth is, is that you might be going through a situation and God may allow that situation to be so that God has a purpose for you during that time. And instead of sitting down and saying, God, why, why? And, and, and I know it's easy when you and you're not the one going through it. Now, I get that. Um, I truly do. But sometimes I get myself in trouble because I, I really truly believe this. And sometimes things happen in my life and I just I just let it fall off my back, you know, like a duck with water. And people are like, well, why doesn't it bother you more? How come you aren't, you're not upset? And you're not, you know, if I could tell you some stories about the past year or past year and a half of things that have happened to me in church and things that people have done in church to me and my family, you'd be blown away. 
and say, why are you still at church? Why don't, why are, why don't you quit? And I'm going to tell you the reason why. It's because I have peace of God about what God wants me to do. And sometimes I'm not going to allow the situations that happen around me to turn my heart away from God. I mean, let's be honest with each other today. That's exactly what the devil wants you to do. That's exactly what he did with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He took that situation and he, and he made, well, God just don't want you to be like him. He's a deceiver. And can I say, yes, I might be going through a problem, but I know that God has a reason for it and God's allowing it. And certainly sometimes those situations, they may be uncomfortable, but I've always learned on the other end something from it. But we also got to understand that if you want the peace of God, you must be praying and seeking the Lord and allowing God to work in your heart. And then it says with Thanksgiving, we're in we're in the month of November and we've been in our church have been really, you know, uh, talking about Thanksgiving. You know, with the, we've been having fellowships every, you know, you know, thankful November is what we've called it. But notice what it says when you're prayerful and you have supplication. It says, let your request be made known unto God. But then it says this, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Now, why do you think why do you think it says your heart your hearts and mind? Well, the truth is is your heart needs to be comforted. But your mind can really get in the way of your comfort. And your mind can get, really get in the way of your peace. See, your comfort will come from trusting the Lord through your heart. But the thing that will hinder your trust in the Lord is your mind. You'll sit back and say, God, why me? Why this? Why that? Your biggest, your biggest enemy when it comes to the peace of God is you. You say, well, it's hard. It's hurtful. It's painful. And like, it's why does these things happen? Now, let me say something to you for a moment. Do you remember Job? Job had friends. What did his friends tell him? Oh, yeah, they came up, and uh, and they were like, now Job, they were there for him for a little while, and then they got kind of fed up with the whole situation. And they started saying, Job, you need to get right with God. What have you done? Why has this happened to you? Why is God allowing this? And over and over, Job, you're the problem. Job, what have you done? Job? And Job wasn't the problem at all. Job had nothing to do. Job was a righteous man. Job had done nothing wrong, and yet he was being tempted of the devil. God knew it. God allowed it. God was okay with it. Certainly God didn't want him to go through heartache. Certainly God didn't want him to go through that pain. But at the same time, God was using the situation in Job's life. And my point is, is that Job had peace through it, that he was just, even though he had lost everything, not only wrong, he had a shaky ending, I get it, I get it, but sometimes when you've been, when you went through it, you start to get a little shaky, this is why I'm bringing this podcast up, because maybe you've struggled, you've been going through it uh, a while, and you, you've been doing, you've been going good, but now you're just starting to get a little shaky, 
Can I say something? And I'm trying to encourage you here. Don't quit. Don't give up. And listen, don't listen to the people sometimes around you that says that's trying to give you a reason why these things are happening. It, it's that's not your biggest goal isn't to know why your biggest goal should be, God, what can I do during this time? What am I needing to learn? God, what what is what is your object objective, should I say, during this during this time in my life? And you say, well, that's just contrary to human philosophy. I understand it is. But we should be led by the Spirit of God. And when we are, when we follow the Spirit of God in our life, it will help us during these situations. Truthfully, it's hard. And our mind can really mess up our peace. So don't let it do it. And then look, look even so much more what he says in verse number 8. Finally, brethren... <laughs> whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, think about this, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, notice what it says, think on these things. Let me help you for something. Stop thinking. Stop sitting in the negative part of the world. Think of the positive. Think of what's going on around you. Think of these things that God has says, listen, these are what you need to think on. Think of the things of virtue. Think of the things of praise. Think of the things that are honest. Think of the things that are true. Think of the things that are pure. Think of the things that are lovely. Stop sitting there thinking negatively and start thinking the right way. Why me, is what we often say. But pray. Seek the Lord. God will bring you peace. But you have to trust the God that brings peace. And as soon as you start to think on the negative, you're automatically eliminating God because God is, lives in the positive. You say, well, doesn't God bring me out of the negative? Sure he does. But I'm going to tell you something, sitting down and blaming God for everything or sitting down and saying, why me, is never going to change the outcome. It never has. I've been in a lot of business meetings in my life. I've sat in a lot of staff meetings. I've done a lot of staff meetings. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big fan of them. Let me tell you why. Because in almost every single staff meeting, Almost every single meeting that I'm part of, whether it be Sunday school meetings or staff meetings or um, bus meetings or back when I was at the auction, every single meeting, there's a negative philosophy found in somebody in that room. And no matter how positive you can be, that negative person comes screaming out and takes any positive thing and ruins it to be a negative thing. I've been that person, so I know that it's true. What I'm saying is, is we as Christians, we must think on the good things. I'm not saying negative things don't pop in our head, but we must stay constant. If you want the peace of God, you must realize the peace of God will not come living in Negativeville. It's time to get on the positive train and leave Negativeville. 
There might be a, you might be going through it. I get it. I understand. I know it's true. We all do it. I go through it all the time. But we must remember the positive. We must remember the positive. And to do that, you must stay out of the negative thought process if you want us to have the peace of God. And the peace of God only can come from God. It cannot come from your thoughts. And your thoughts are always going to be discouraging you. But if your heart and mind is fixed on God, you will then have the peace of God. But when your heart and mind is fixed on the problem, you will have the peace of the world. Because the world brings the problems. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't know about you, but they've been saying this since the 60s, at least in our country. Peace, not war. Well, here's the problem. Humans are all about the war. We battle, 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 whether it be financial or it, it be uh, physical. We battle. It's time just to trust God. Just trust God. I believe it's important. Help us. The Lord can help us. But it won't if we continue to look at the wrong things. I'm praying for you. And believe me, this is a convicting one for me because it's easy to get caught up in it. Believe me, I just this week alone have had situations that have happened that I'm trying to work through. And it sometimes can be so negative. And then next thing you know, here comes another negative thing. And it's like, what do we do? I just want to give up. Nope, that's not it. Because you're not trusting God. At that point, you're, you're all you're doing is trusting your own philosophy. And that will get you in trouble every time. It always has. Ask for peace. And you're going to get it, but you need to pray and seek the Lord for it. Praying for you. If you need something, give it, let us know.